Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity, a podcast. We're here in Rainy Wigan, stuck in the book cycle. We was going to do it outside this evening, weren't we, Gareth? But Gareth's not feeling well. How are you doing? Getting over it, I've had the dreaded work here, I'm afraid. Right. I think there's a lot to be about, actually. There is, and you've been showing me some interesting photographs, thank you. But we'll move on from that one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dan. Hey, Barry. Are you alright? I'm alright, yes, thank you. Excellent. Catherine? Yeah, first time this year. First time this year, yeah. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. You was in the posh seats on uh, yeah. Saturday, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. It was good, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was worth the money. Yeah. yeah, you was uh, big with it, weren't you? Yeah, with Jason Roberts, James McLean. Ooh. <laughs> what was on the menu? I can tell you, I brought it with me. Did they have them steak puddings on? No. Um, oh, oh. Ain't done. <laughs> hey, Greg. Hey, Barry. How are you doing? I'm okay, how are you? I'm alright, thank you. Good stuff. Mate. Hi Barry, how are you? I am, yeah. Good man, good man. Good stuff. Rob? Hello Barry. Something different about you tonight, I can't. I know what it is. You've got pants You've got shorts on. How many ones? It's got shorts on. It's got this podcast in 18. You've been No, they're kicking off, they're playing now. By all accounts, probably. Well, they'll get beat, the rubber. So you've got your sheepskin coat on this evening? Yes. Hi Paul. From a distance. Hello. You're right. I am, thank you. Good. Charlton. Gareth, have you got the stats for us? I have, yes. The stats for the game, Wigan Athletic versus Charlton Athletic. Possession, 68% to Wigan and 32% to Charlton. Attempts, 28 to Wigan Athletic, 5 to Charlton. Of which on target, 7 for Latics and only 2 for Charlton. Fouls committed, Latics committed 7 fouls and Charlton 14. Wigan got 2 yellows. And Charlton only got one. Thankfully, no reds. And the most important stat of all, two-one win to Wigan. Two-one win to Wigan. Yeah, nearly weren't, were it, Dan? Nearly weren't. No. Big thing that changed the game was obviously the substitutions. I have to bring that up straight away. Fortuna was fantastic as soon as he came on. Not to dismay Nard in any way, but oh, just the one-twos that he was playing. And then obviously McEachern. He got booked for something a little bit cynical. Uh, but it was otherwise excellent, and then obviously Gomez with the goal at the end. Fantastic, fantastic stuff, yeah. But we went to goal behind after just uh, two minutes, 37 seconds, Catherine. Yeah, John Botajor doing a, a pass up front, was it John? It was, yeah, yeah. he passed into midfield, but. Yeah, and uh, then they got it, and it was just yeah. a, a. That was break. a lucky bounce because it was an interception. Yeah. He didn't play it forward, he just got something on it to stop us breaking. Yeah. It was the best pass any Charlton player got all afternoon, yeah. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was down to pure luck, wasn't it? I think, so. I think they were lucky yeah. in every ball seemed to end up with, with them in the first half. Yeah, well, I thought uh, Barrett had po- possibly his worst game for us, uh, and I think uh, quite a bit of it wasn't sort of his fault anyway. Yeah. Even if the ball hit him, it seemed to go from him to one of their players. And uh, Well, every interception we made just seemed to bounce to one of their players. You put a tackle in, and the ball's bouncing away from 50-50 balls, and it just pops up at one of their bloody feet. It was a joke. Yeah, that weather though, Greg, <coughs> didn't tell, did it? I know you said we were poor first half, but I think the weather had a lot to do with well, it. We had the wind behind us first half. Sometimes it's more difficult playing with the wind, isn't it? It I don't makes know. the ball swirl. I, I think it must have had an effect, but there was two teams playing the conditions. Yeah. You know, the, well, they weren't much good. No, they weren't much good, but I don't think. I, I think first half particularly we weren't, and I think second half we were much improved. They looked a lot more organised. But you look at the stats, and well, yeah, Wigan did dominate. To have 28 shots and only seven of them on target. 
and obviously two of them with a goal. So other than the goals, five shots on target out of 26. It's um, they should be should have been doing better than that. They didn't get lucky at Wigan at all. They fully deserved the win. Battered them second half. I thought they played really well. This, as has been pointed out, the substitutes were fantastic. But no, I just think that first half they just looked a bit sloppy and a bit slow. But you know, thankfully, well, just to shove the rocket up the backside at half time. Well, I thought, um, Mick, I'll come to you though. I thought that in the first half we were we were trying to attack down down our flanks, both flanks, McLean and McManaman. But when you look, you look at uh, each of the three goals that were scored in the game, came through the middle. Okay. Their first goal came through the middle. <coughs> uh, Fortuny's goal came through the middle. And Gomez's free kick was a result of him running through the middle rather than going down the flanks. They are possibly the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen. Oh, okay. um, including Wigan Amateur League, Sunday League, <laughs> Soccer Dome in this. Now, he was on, awful. Right? Yeah. He made a few good saves. He clawed the ball away. Well, he was saving with his knees. Towards him. He was saving with his knees. He, he didn't trust his hands that much. And all we needed to do was hit the target, but coming in from the flanks, those centre halves played well, and they were cutting the cutting the um, cutting the, the deliveries out. I think if we'd have gone through the middle a little bit more, we'd have might have had more success. And our shooting was mm. pretty woeful as well. Suck a breath, Barry. <laughs> I, I actually think the way we were playing down the flanks was bloody good, really good. The unfortunate thing was we were putting some quality ball in there. Mm. Nobody on the end of it. I agree with that. First half, that was a good thing, but and we were putting, we, like, for instance, down the right hand side, it was coming over. There was nobody there at the back post. A lot of the balls were being played at the back post. We had two corners in the first half, right? Two corners which went virtually cleared the whole goal and bounced once, and they went straight out. Mm. What's happened? What's, what's going on here at all? Because the, the, these are faults in our game that we've but, been spotted from the touchline well, for months. No, if I, I, I know Watson gets loads of stick for this, but if I jump on his defence, when you look at other teams and you watch other teams, one of the criticisms that the fans have is the set-piece delivery, yeah. just like we have. And it's a common feature with, with all clubs. But you could see that it was noticeable, even the manager must have told them, because in the second half, I don't know if you noticed or not, but when you were taking the corners, they were taking them so they were curling in and putting the keeper under pressure, because they'd spotted him as a flapper. Yes. So yeah, it was a case yeah. of, hang on a minute, let's put him, him under pressure, because we know he's not... He's, well, he punched onto his own crossbar, I'm sure he's <laughs> Yeah, he was shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Luckiest goalkeeper I've ever come across. Luckiest, yeah. <laughs> Shittest. <laughs> <the> one, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for swearing. But it was, it was awful. absolutely shocking. Shocker. But we, the closest we came in the first half was McManaman's effort, which hit, hit the crossbar. And I think that, we came pretty close with some others as well, which, you well, know. Well, we didn't come as close as that. Because <laughs> that's the only one where it the woodwork. Well, no, it doesn't count woodwork. Sorry, no. Keep her safe. Because they're not saying it's out there. by your rules, he should have done better with that as well. He had a bit of time with that. Yeah, yeah where was it though? He wasn't on the flanks, he was in the middle. He was in the middle. That ball. Good position. But kind of had laid it off to him. That was again attacking through the middle. I, th I think there was two occasions in the first half where we should have actually scored. We, quite clearly, but it was bad judgement by the player on the ball at the time. Mm. And, and I think what it was, the majority of the time in that game is, Wigan Athletic at the moment seem to be a team who, of players who want to score, rather than be someone who provides. If you look at it, the players are coming in from the, from the flanks, they're dribbling around, mm. they want to shoot. Instead of thinking, right, no, let's pull it back. Yeah. Let's pull. Well, there's a few balls pulled back. Yeah, but there was no bugger there, was there? Um, Rob, it's ridiculous. We're talking about. Know, I know that contradicts what I've just yeah. said. Yeah, but that's. But we're talking about strikers and that. We're looking at Maynard. I mean, sort of all would he thrive on 
the, the eyeball is well, in the centre no, of the cross. No, definitely not. Something in behind. But I, w I just want to say this about Maynard, and th this was a brilliant quote from me, mate. Did anybody see the plastic bag swirling around on the pitch? Yes. That bag made more movement than Nicky Maynard at first half. And I, I'm not joking, he did. His movement is shocking. I mean, okay, he didn't have a, he didn't have a great deal of serving for first half, but it, pl playing it in earth, forget it, he's not that type of player. Maybe into his feet, so he can pop it off, spin off in behind. That's where he's best, in, uh, and he's going to be more effective in behind the defences, not when the first on. It was a wonderful example, wasn't it, that when Fortuna came on, the one thing you noticed was how he was holding the ball. Yeah. He was laying it off. Hmm. Plus, he was there for a return ball as well. Well, that's it. I think he's going to struggle in that lone striker role, Maynard. I think you need someone up there with him. And I think that sort of... thing is, he's got even this fortunes in a, in a much better state fitness-wise, because he's been playing, he's not coming back from injury. He's pitched into the game when the other defenders are tired. And he's, yeah. he's more of a movement player anyway. So it's good. All, all the differences between the two players are going to be enhanced, given the circumstances, I think. Would it be the same, do you think, if Fortuny had started the game and Maynard had come on for that last last section as well? Yeah, another thing, what Dan said before about substitutions, like that won the game. But for me, the, I, I don't think Rosler's getting these team selections right from the start. I think you can argue that point. I don't think I don't think he knows his best side yet. Like I said, but, he's, uh, he's using yeah. fourteen players a game. Simple mm -hmm. as that. I mean, I mean, if your team selection involves having somebody to bring on against a tired defence, even though they may be the better player, it looks as though you've left them out the starting eleven because you prefer somebody else. It might be that the idea is that you... I'm not you having that Fortuna would have been less effective starting. Oh no, I'm not. <coughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying that, there's no way it would have been. He's a, he's a lot better player for me. But he's, he's used 14 players every single game. Maybe it was always his plan to use him as an impact mm. substitute. Mm. Uh, but as Rob says, you'd tend to go the other way with that, wouldn't you? Let Maynard have a run at the end mm. after Fortune. Yeah, he's got more out. pace, he's got more pace. Yeah. That's definitely what you'd do. You'd do it the other way around if, if that was part of your plan. Talking about substitutes, Gareth, Josh McEachern had a storming, storming impact. It was a good pass, wasn't it? Let's face it. I think yeah. the thing with that pass was how much time Fortune seemed to have. To, to me, he seemed to pick that ball up and just think, right, I'm going to stick this in that corner. I don't care what you're doing, Mr. Flappy. And yeah. in it goes. And it seems to go in in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he just plays. seemed to have about half an hour in the box. Yeah, it was a scrappy strike, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They kind of hit it into the floor. Mm. Yeah. They took three players out of the game, McEachern, with one pass. That started off just, just inside the half, didn't it? He, he, he won the ball, played a 1 2 with Gomez. But he had an intelligent run into that, that made the space, he picked it back up again. He was he was falling over as he made that pass. Because there's been a bit of a, mm. a, of a debate about whether if you cash your mind back to the FA Cup semi final with McManaman and uh, Gomez's three ball there. Which one was the better pass, the McEachern pass, or the, or the one from Gomez? Very similar. Similar, but doesn't matter. You think Gomez's was the better pass? <coughs> he was more measured. I don't know. Yeah. Probably making all sorts. No, I, I don't. I think McEachern's ball. He sort of he drew one play towards mm. him when he was before he played the ball, and then two two eight with the actual pass. So, but then you can argue taking three plays out the game yeah. is, is more effective than how many, Gomez's. How many times do you see a better pass than that? that somebody then fluffs the chance and you forget about it because it didn't lead to a goal. I think the thing with Jordy's 
thing was it sealed that game and it took us to the cup final and <coughs> the emotion attached to that particular ball is far far greater than what was attached on Saturday I think what impressed me about McEachern which I was a little mm. bit worried of was, was his, his physique if I'm being honest because I when I've seen him play seen him on TV uh, for Chelsea is, is what I've seen him he was like a little lad like a you know very underdeveloped but he was more robust more of a man and he, he, he was shirking challenges off and he was getting stuck in did you notice that at all? Um, how old was he when he started playing for Chelsea? Was he 17. About age 17 he was only 20 now wasn't he? yeah but he does but he's that bulking out don't you mean he'd get a bit older I, I, well I've not <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I, I was just impressed by the way he was playing sweeper. He was playing last man as we were pressing forward, and he was just basically anything that got cleared, he was just picking up and intelligently putting back in. Well, I think it was it before was it you said that we've got a lot of plays you look for goal and don't look to pass. I think oh, he's completely. Okay. Sorry, who was it who said that? Whoever said it, well, I thought it was spot on yeah. because. But now I think with with uh, McEachern, he's completely different. He doesn't. He's not scored a goal yet. He's played a lot of games, but he's not scored a goal. He looks that pass. He looks like killer pass. He'll get you assists. But then when he's put a few killer passes into the box with nobody on the end of him, well, he might change his mind and start looking at the score. Well, he, might, he, might, he might do, but yeah. I think that's what he's, that's what his playing style is. He, he looks at the opportunities. He's calm. He's got a good pass on him, and he's, he's probably what we need. And a lot of people said, "Why are we getting another midfielder?" The third point because we've got a lot of them, but. You know, he's probably the right player who can come on and he can make the difference as he did. It, it, it was the touch of quality. You could see, you know, the same as Nick Powell's got that little touch of quality. So you can just see that he's, it's what makes them stand out and why they're actually owned by a top club. Charlton, a very, a very poor side. Uh, I think if we'd have scored early doors, we, we could have racked up a cricket score, personally. I think they'd have just fallen apart. Uh, they've made a lot of changes. They've lost the centre midfield player, the centre forward, and the goalkeeper. The span of the team were out, and it was just one of them days. Should have punished them. Come on, he was the first choice keeper. I hope not. But you don't just pick him up from the shop outside. If he is, I want to know how we went to get what ninety minutes, then eighty-eight minutes without scoring a goal against him. Yeah, it'll be goals again on Saturday for him because the other fellow's injured. Gomez is goal or free kick. Oh, fantastic, weren't it? Fantastic. I'm glad he took it and not Mr. Ben Watson. It was fantastic the way he won it, never mind just the way he put it in. He's brilliant at winning games. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't yeah. die. Well, yeah. not a lot of the time. A lot of the time he, doesn't, he just knows how to draw him in and he knows how to get fouled. I know, fell of it, get a bloody yellow card. Yeah. He scythed him down. Yeah. Scythed him down. He's honestly, delicious. Brilliant, Gomez. I've said it time and time again, he's Wigan's best technical player. I've, I don't think I've ever seen. He's just brilliant. He was on the floor before the player came anywhere near him. But <laughs> he got the free no, kick. He wasn't. He It's his trademark, isn't it? No, he's, so he's, he's, well, he's going backwards towards goal because he got flustered because he can only use his left peg. But do you know what he did as well? He, he, he ran across the 18 yard box and picked his spot where he was going to go down. Yeah, oh, no, you're right. That player grasped very well. Owen Coyle, I know he said a few dodgy things about the fans before he went, but one of the things he did say in that last press conference, he's up for Gomez and he said people say you know he's not strong and he's not this but he's and I agree he's Wigan's bravest player because he will run into those tackles knowing yeah. full well he's going to get absolutely clattered to get a free kick he'll happily take a foul just to get a free kick he's, he's honestly he's, he's yeah. a brave player I, I think the other thing player. and I've mentioned it before is the way that his pressing fits in with what Rosler does because mm. he, he put a shift in when he came on as well it wasn't just a fell over and got a free kick 
Wasn't it nice to hear the reception he yes. got there when it was coming on? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it a pity that that's not been what he's got all along because yeah. he's one of our players? Yeah, There's been times where you think, come on, Gomez, you could have done better than that. But I'm not excusing anybody, booing anybody. Well, I think it's disgusting. I th- it's going, disgusting. Going back to the first half, when things weren't going so well, there was a number of occasions where I saw a player, primarily Ben Watson was copping the stick for it, but he'd look, he'd look at a player who's starting to make a run, and just as he played the ball through, the guy got, oh, yeah, I'm not bothered. Cheers with Carthy, did it? Yeah. Carthy did it. And, and yeah. like... If that happens to Jordy Gomez, he gets slated for it, yeah. and, and it, it's just pure bad luck that uh, and wavelength and, and what have you. I've got nothing against Espinosa. I'm a massive, massive Espinosa fan. I think he's brilliant at what he does. But the way that Latics fan, Swansea seems to love Espinosa and just not like Gomez, doesn't sit right because for me, Gomez is a much, much, much well, higher quality of player yeah, and what he does and what he can produce. I go further than that. It makes me sick. To listen to some of our fans slag Jordy Gomez off. Honestly, it does. I sit, bit, I sit near some people who are highly caustic towards Jordy Gomez. And it makes me sick. It they don't do it near me now. Because <laughs> 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 they, they made the mistake of doing it that day, put three bats red in. <laughs> See, I don't mind. What, the perfect it's tactic? The same for every player. Yeah. If it's, oh, for God's yeah. sake, you know, for God's sake, Gomez, oh, for God's yeah. sake, it's the same for every player, which for some people it is. But, like you say, for targeting for anything he does, when other players get away with blue murder. Well, I've seen Carl McManaman get away with blue murder because he's a fan's favourite. Yeah. Gomez does some, something like that, gives away the ball and stops. And to go so back Man- Man- to Man- what started, sorry, to go back to what you started, you were saying, how good how good did you say Jordi Gomez was? I think he's the Fantastic. I've said it for a while. There's two, two contrasting players who uh, I was pointing out earlier on about. There's those players who just want to score. McManaman's one of them. He will hold on to the ball for far too long going back and, and beating players three or four times, where well, then you've got Gomez, who will, if he knows there's a goal going to be scored, or there's a possibility, he will put somebody else in with a brilliant <laughs> ball. And for me, Gomez is a more technical player, mm. whereas Espinosa is a more physical, industrial, uh, industrious player. Yeah. He'll throw himself around the park a lot. Yeah. But I like both of them. Yeah. What the styles the style, the style are very different, but I just think something about Gomez is... The, the like thing Gomez is, one, sta- one of those two styles is very, very easy to appreciate. Yes. One style right. takes a bit more effort to appreciate. Correct. Correct. Well, getting back to the uh, free kick itself, yeah. it was a beauty, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. kill around the wall. Run the outside of the yeah. wall and back yeah. in, and yeah. sneak into the near post. But he knew, didn't he? I hit that target and I scored. Yeah. And that's all yeah. he bothered about. I had a fantastic view of that. It was uh, tremendous. He yes. wanted it right along the ground as well, wasn't it? it was, uh, Keeper had no chance. Yes. It, it, it was yeah. daisy no, cutting. The, others, the other three kicks, what we'd had uh, earlier on, <coughs> the disastrous ones, were ones where they tried over the wall or yeah. into the bloody but wall he, or whatever. And he just. Technically. I think we're above knee high. Technically, to fire a daisy cutter and bend it is harder than it is to fire one into the top corner and bend it because you're putting lift on the ball at the same time yeah I've seen four websites including the official one where he was voted the man of the match for Saturday and he was only on the pitch for 14 minutes <laughs> I think that says a lot and I think they're a genuine vote for him as well yeah. not not yeah. an idiot reaction because he scored the winning goal is it very uh, on Paulson <coughs> before about the different styles of player one's easy to, preci- easy to appreciate I think Gomez is one of those he is like Martin as his style of player I know I'm going back to Martin but like he's either absolutely brilliant or really really terrible you know at times you, you, there's two ends of the spectrum I don't think there's much in between with Gomez I, I think, think the majority of times that's the majority of times it's brilliant but when he 
things do go wrong because he, it's a bit of case of him giving the ball away and then then breaking. That's basically what happens when he he puts a foot wrong. Yeah. It's, easy, it's easy to notice and it's easy to criticise. Whereas when he put, does it right, it looks brilliant and it's so effective. On Saturday, it looked like he had a point, point to prove. Mm-hmm. And I was reading Rosal's comments after the game and he said he was going to start with him. He said, but he changed his mind at the last minute. And he sounded like he weren't happy about that goal, mate, didn't he? Yeah, yeah and when, when, when he scored. I think he was running right over to Rosler and stopped halfway. I don't know if you, if you yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you watch it again, watch it yeah. back, I'm sure he's sprinting. Rosler would have loved that, by the way. Yeah. He would not. If he'd have gone into his face, Rosler wouldn't have got pissed off. And in fact, there's a funny thing. I was watching someone next to me spotted it first. So he said just behind where the manager's at. Rosler just sat down, not in the box, you know, his advertising audience, just sat down with his arms folded as he already was running up for the free kick. Bang. It's in celebrations go on. We've sat back down, got a notch. Look, look, he's the same spot. He hadn't budged. He's just stood there with his arms folded, not even, you know, yeah. not celebrating. Arms folded. Arms folded. Oh, brain know, going at ten to the dozen. Yeah, he'd have loved mm. that. You know, if Gomez, yeah. if that's what Gomez would do, I'd rather have loved it. Yeah. But it was a big rumour last last Friday, wasn't it, about uh, LA Galaxy and Gomez? I don't know if there's any truth in that. Probably so. No. And he gave his shirt away at the end. I don't know whether anybody yeah, saw that. Yeah. Nice the thing is, you don't know whether that ball boy's asked him at yeah. half time or something yeah. like that, do yeah. you? Yeah. So yeah. And he said, yeah, wait till the end, and then everybody reads everything into it. Does anybody have Latics player? Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. I, I had the opportunity to watch it on the, the TV when I was in the corporate bit, and Rosler was saying that at the MK Dons match, Jordi Gomez has said, bring me on now and I'll be able to, to win this game for you. Mm. So that just proves me he's getting a bit more confidence. Yeah. I said that to Rosler once. And Did he, you? He turned around and laughed at me. Yeah. <laughs> bring yourself on. Yeah, bring me. Put me on. You there? Well, no wonder if you were sat in the West Ham, we were probably losing. <laughs> <laughs> put me on. You there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on. It was brushing up side of pitch. <laughs> let's move on. Since we last met up, we've made two two signings: the transfer in the slam shop, uh, Martin Wagon uh, and Marcus. Alderson. What do we know about Waghorn? Um, I saw him against us at Millwall and he tore us apart. Absolutely ripped us apart. Now, that was a side low on confidence, but he looked really lively. He didn't score. In fact, he got took off the guy who came on and scored the second, but he was really lively. He, Chris McCann, he was running, he was at centre part of the day, he run rings around him. Um, he's not proven goal scorer, unfortunately, but. Well, when he first went to Leicester on one before he signed for them, uh, he, he, he knocked a few in, didn't he? That he was did, his, he did, but he's, he's not done well over the last few years in terms of goals, but you know, maybe he just needs that right club for him. And when you last week you were talking about Kurt, Kurt uh, the guy who missed the penalty in, in the shootout, weren't you, in the playoffs, who uh, Leicester sacked? Yeah, Nigel, uh, Martin Magon missed one as well. Did he? Yeah. Well, I don't think he was the last one because they made a song with the last one, I think it was Kermit on that one. Yeah. So, so uh, just, you know. So is that is that why he's not been playing in the team then? Because I often think, why have we got uh, a player from a rival club? Well, they've got uh, Verdi and Nugent, who's been banging them in for fun. Well, they probably don't think we're a rival club. He's, he's um, yeah, and last last sound yeah, yeah, Phillips as well. And, and if he comes and fires us into the playoffs and they drop into the playoffs, we'll just say he's ineligible. The thing is, it's a big, big yeah. six months for him yeah. as well, because he's at a contract with Leicester and the, uh, he's playing for a contract here, he's going to come here, he's not going to be like, you know, some lone who's just going to come in, knows he's got a month or two, three months, whatever it is, to pass the time. He's coming here and he's going to fight for not just a, a spot anywhere, but a spot at Wigan, he wants a contract. And I'll tell you something, maybe if we go up, maybe we'd look elsewhere, but if we, you know, if he does well and we don't go up, 
then you know they'd look to sign him permanently. I'm sure they would. So this could actually be a move that's been orchestrated yeah. by him and his agent, mm. as opposed to Leicester offloading. Absolutely. Well, yeah, well, not so much that. Just makes sense. Well, Leicester, makes sense. Leicester, 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 Leicester will want him off the wage books. Yeah. Because they know he's, you know, they know he's going to go for a free in the summer anyway. As someone pointed out, I don't think Leicester see us as title contenders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think he's got to that stage of the season where I think we can all look back and say, no, well, we're not going to win the league. So twenty six points behind. But we might take points off some of the rivals, like because we've got well, yeah. two games behind as well. I know somebody used to play for Latic's development squad and, he, and uh, he's played against Waggon and he was saying to me that uh, he's a cracking player, he thought he were a cracking player. We've got to see, I mean, we've, had, we've had a lot of people come in who bril- who've got brilliant ratings and they've, they've done nothing, we've had a lot of people come in who we've known nothing about and they've been brilliant so it's... it's but he's a bit uninspiring isn't he, is the general feeling about yeah. him, so he, he's nothing to lose and everything's again. Yeah, well, that's what I think, I think that's what's going to really make him different. Yeah. Well, um, let's look at it this way. He's replaced Grant Holt. That's all you need to say. <laughs> it is. You're right, though. <laughs> You're right. And uh, we've got Marcus Alderson who's uh, coming as well. Sweden. Thierry's mate. Who, sorry? Thierry Omri's mate, isn't it? Thierry Omri. Yeah, yeah, he's actually uh, an ex-teammate of uh, Andreas Granqvist who played for the Latvians. And Eric Edmund and Rashid Boazan, so all the really good players we've got. <laughs> <laughs> Edmund was quality until he did his knee. He was quality. Hey, that Granqvist fella, he went, he's played yeah, he's, top years. He's done that right, isn't he? Dropped a ball there, probably, didn't we? Yeah, he's in Swedish international these days. Anyway, so does this mean time to... Ty Browning's coming back, that's what we need to know. He's it? making a decision, he said in yesterday's paper that... Um, I'd just like to interrupt this for a moment. Can I have another one of those chocolates, Catherine, please? Thank you. Is this been signed permanent with an album? I'll taste it till the end of the season. No, he's, 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 he's out of contract. Yeah, he's out of contract, he's signed a short-term deal. He's right. going to be a bit... He's basically like, why go on? He's coming, right. he's going to play for a contract. Uh, he'll probably get an opportunity, the amount of defensive injury we've got, so... Okay. He'll, be, he'll be another one. He'll be another one. He's going to come in and he's going to put a shift in. He's not going to come in and you know for six months and just walk along. It's clever. I think it's clever business from Rosler these two. Yeah, and the good thing about Holgerson is he scores goals as well. He's got 21 in his career, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Swedish international. He's got yes. one cap against, against Qatar. Under 23s. Don't say too much. Five really, nil, wasn't it? it? I pointed this out to Paul when he called him a Swedish international on Twitter and got absolutely panned. You can just imagine the channel, can't you, from Jesus? If he's a Swedish international, obviously. He's got one cap. Well, yeah, yeah, but you're, you're Luka Johnson played for the Swedish team, didn't you? No, she's no, played, she played with. with. <laughs> That's it. High five, mate. High five. Catherine, transfer window. Underwhelmed, overwhelmed, happy, disappointed. Overall. I'm glad we didn't lose anybody, but then again, perhaps we should have sold some of the people that were coming out of contract. No, everybody's shaking their head. No. Well, I, 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 I would have got rid of a couple. Pause is because he's definitely going it summer. Grand's always gone. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd have been good to get Ramis off the books. 
I know yeah. I said the other week he don't want to lose anyone if he's not bringing no one in, but especially now they've got a new defender in, I think it'd have been good because he's a higher end Ramis, and I don't know how much he's going to feature. Is so he on a free at the end of the season? Yeah. So, you know, they could have made a bit of money. Ramis is on a free? No, he's got 12 months. Sorry, it's 12 after. months, but yeah. he's going to, sorry, yeah, he's going to. Is he not going to feature sorry. because of, due to his injuries, yeah. or? Yeah. I'm, I'm worried we'll never see him again, mate. Like Caldwell. Right, we're at Huddersfield on Saturday. Um, looking to build on last Saturday's result. Last couple of games have gone alright, haven't we? We've nil up at Middlesbrough. Beat Charlton. Uh, we're on a poor run at the moment. The uh, Terriers are. No, we've done this before. Four runs. Never works. <laughs> no, because it, 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 if ever there was an incentive yeah. to do well in your next game, yeah. <coughs> was get banjoed by by your derby rivals, right? Who, who stung you with what was it six? Well, we're just going to go through that, and then, Nick. <laughs> and then you know, no, yeah. no I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that one, definitely. Right, Gareth, we've got some stats on the field at the moment. I've got some stats on this field. Well, got the last six championship games right. written down in front of me. They've lost the last three championship games. Last four in all competitions, I believe. Yeah, including including the Cup where Charlton actually went to uh, the t- John Smith Stadium and beat them there. So, Nothing could possibly go wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want us to do another Doncaster ever again. It was awful. Yeah, um, Huddersfield, last six games. They won 5-0 against Yeovil. Uh, they lost 3-2 against Burnley. They won 1-0 against Millwall. Lost 2-1 against QPR. 2-1 against Bournemouth. And also lost 5-1 most recently against Leeds. That was on the back last door for Leeds, wasn't it? You don't know whether that uh, supposed takeover, fall-through, sacking the manager, inspired the team to, to come out fired up. Sacking the manager, they win 5-1, so what they do, get him back. Mm. Well, yeah, technically speaking, they aren't signed him, have they? So all we need to do is sat Rosler before the game <coughs> and get him back in after it. <laughs> we tried that with Coyle, it didn't work. But yeah, one of the blokes who scored goals for Leeds on Saturday was on the TV Friday night, selling himself. Now, I've played Huddersfield 25 times in all competitions, with 12 victories, Huddersfield's uh, won 7 times, and with the 6 draws between us. The last time we was at the John Smiths was on the 17th of February, tw- 2013. Anybody remember what happened there? Oh, yeah. smashed them both. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, it isn't it? We played, we played Bournemouth and Huddersfield last year, and we played them again at the same time in the league this year. Like it was pretty much a very similar weekend, didn't it? Sounds very similar, yeah, yeah, very similar. Crazy. That was something. Let's hope we can get a similar result. Definitely, yeah. That's what we're after, isn't it? Yeah. Um, leading goal scorer Gareth, yeah. player to watch. Anybody? James Vaughan. Scored 12 goals in all competitions, 10 in the league. Not the goal of those of Huddersfield, though, have they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, second, Martin Patterson, who's got five in the league and six in all competitions. He's the ex Burnley, yeah. He is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is, mm-hmm. yeah. And Daniel Ward, he's got six as well. So right. They're the league goal scorers. At the moment, the 14th in the table on 34 points. Mm. They've scored 37 and conceded 38, so, yeah. Very much a muchness, isn't it? Very much a mid-table side, I think. Um, referee for Saturday is a 38-year-old taxi driver from Hull. Taxi! Mark Brown. He's been refereeing since 2010-11. Uh, his first game was uh, in September 2010. And in February 2011, 
uh, five months later, he was suspended for three months. Uh, sorry, for three matches because of remarks he made to St uh, Stephen Gerrard on his Twitter account. <laughs> he was actually uh, taking the Mickey out of him and saying that Liverpool will never win the league. And uh, he was yeah, very stating facts. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what most people thought. But the referees' association took a dim, a dim view of it and uh, and going to hand over his his badge. And did you know he's also oh, an ex-human ex cannonball is he? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great he went ballistic when he got fired <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> speaking of Steve did I say taxi for Rome? Steve Gerrard speaking of Steve and Gerrard doesn't his brother play for Huddersfield don't he? is it his brother or his cousin? Is it his Huddersfield have played some of the best football that I've seen on the DW this season yeah, they were good in the second half. Yeah, they played some good stuff. Don't get complacent just because they're on a bit of a dodgy run. Yeah. Well, they, they equalised, didn't they? When they played us down here, you're referring to. Yeah. They equalised right at half time, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. Oliver Norwood was there, I think, it, who uh, popped the goal in. Can't remember his scoreboard. Yeah. We battered him that first half, and then I think second half there was all over us. Mick Pearl scored, put us back in front of him, just after half time. Uh, yeah. And then we were back to the wall after that, weren't we? We were. Uh, they, they was, I was impressed with them. Was yeah. that following a European game, that one? <laughs> no. It was on a Saturday, that one. Yeah, so there's no excuses, were there? It no. was. It was following the first European game, wasn't it? No, Huddersfield was on a Saturday. Mm. No, yeah, it was a Saturday. Right then, have we got any predictions uh, for the game? We'll start off with Gareth. Have you got a prediction for us, Gareth? <coughs> I have got a prediction, yeah. And I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win 2 0. I hope we don't win another goal, Gaster. I really don't. Can't stomach that again. A 2 0 win for Gareth. Yeah. Dan. Well, before I make a prediction, I'd just like to say for the first time ever last week, I was correct. Mm -hmm. 2 1. So I think this week, 10 7. <laughs> 10 7. To Oldsfield. Wigan. Alright, so we're going to win that one. Yeah, well, you really sure writing that down? Well, you said it, yeah, 10 7. Okay, fair enough. You can't change your mind once you, you know, it's written in stone here. Yeah, and it, as soon as it's written, like, it'll be forgotten about it, we'll never come back to yeah. that again. Oh, well, we don't win 10 7, he's going to get it next week. <laughs> Catherine. 2 1. 2 2. Craig. Narrow 1 0 win. 2. Wigan. Well, oh, very confident. Mick. 3 2 Latics. Rob, they're in a terrible run. They've won two in ten. We only lost two in ten. Our defence is good. Defence will come out on top. It's going to be a two nil win. Two nil win. Two us. Yeah, two us. We'll take it, Rob. Naturally, naturally. Paul, I thought I saw you. See, as other skills, your favourite team. We've got nineteen games left, haven't we? And realistically, I think we need to be winning half of them. So I think we'll start Saturday, um, and I'll go two-one again. Two-one. I'd have been right last week if they'd have uh, given the goals that should have been given. Mm. I'm going to go for a one-one draw. So what's yeah. the aggregate there? So I'm that. the only one who hasn't yeah. gone for a win. <laughs> <laughs> in negative gates. Oh, I, I didn't want to be negative. And I think thirty-four eighteen on Friday against Huddersfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's another Wigan v Huddersfield double header. What do you mean by that? Well, Greg? last year the uh, the rugby lads played them at the same weekend as the football lads, and it's happened again this year. And I think both came out on top last year. Didn't yeah. They? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's something to. Uh... Was that rugby league game last year? Was that what? Sorry. 
No, I don't mean rugby league, rugby. I, it was was their game? Yeah, it was a league, league game. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's was a league game. Was, I think that was at the place. Though. Yeah, it was at the day. same ground. Yeah. It was at the following day, and it was the following day. My best memory from last season's trip to Huddersfield was as we were coming out at the end of the game with one. There was a guy with a big box of pies flogging <laughs> them oh, off their yeah. cheek. It's every game that, you know, apparently. Is it? It's not just ours, we're not special. <laughs> but yeah, every game apparently, they just get them out there. So if, don't, if, you, if you're a bit So end of every game, time, we just get them out. If you're a bit <laughs> at our time, you think, I'm not paying 3.20 for that, because if I wait 45 minutes, I get it for a quid, I'll wait home. Well, we can get three then, can you? I'll tell you what, there you go. Gonna do even it. better than that, Sunderland, right? We were we were hanging back. We were waiting for somebody coming out the toilets, and what they were doing. There's not recovery from that. <laughs> just soldier on me, soldier on me. Anyway, they were cleaning all the cafe fingers out, and they're just leaving them in boxes, still warm. Boxes at the side of the uh, entrances, uh, exit, exit. You use your now, are you? Sorry. What you? No. Well, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you holding up to criminal activity now? You've been flummoxed that much. What, what were they leaving out? What were all? I was going to come out with a fact with the one about a 12 inch hot dog. So they were not dogs the top, Yes. Right. Never mind then. It's lost. Right. It's lost now. Right. It's gone. Right. No, but we got three uh, hot dogs and stuff like that at some time. So we're outside the toilet for an hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So if you stand outside the men's toilets, in you get a good 12 inch <laughs> Somebody's yeah. going to give you a 12 inch hot dog. Yes, thank you. I think I missed that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll sit to the pies at Huddersfield. Right. Just on a note, okay. I, I got a brew at half time on Saturday because it was lashing down and freezing. <laughs> I saw you. And it was nice. Yeah, I saw oh, you. No, enjoying it. It, yeah. it was nice. Normally that brew tastes like bloody dishwater. Yeah. Like, Someone commented and said the L was alright as well. No, yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. well, hey. oh. Just out, just outside the ground at Uddersfield though, um, looking from the stadium on Le along Leeds Road, if you just go down there, there's a little cricket club just offset. Good for parking, brilliant here, belting pies. So that's where you should go if you're going on Saturday. Park at the cricket club then. Mickey's little cricket. tip for you. Mickey's little tip. Avoid them 12 inch hot dogs though. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Tuesday night, we're back over in Yorkshire. South Yorkshire this time, we're going down to Sheffield. We've got Sheffield Wednesday. Not if this weather keeps up. <laughs> well, yeah, it could be for a repeat. Yeah. Could be in for a repeat. Um, at the moment, they're 17th in the table on 30 points. And since we've played them, since that, that infamous game when we played them, they've played eight championship games. Uh, and they've won three of them, they've drawn three, only lost two, so they've hit a little bit of, bit of form since then. Have you got any stats on them, Gareth? No. Stats, man. Stats, man. Did they beat Leeds? Did they beat 6-0 or something? They beat Leeds 6-0, yeah. Well, Leeds were down to 10 men. But they've lost, they've lost the leading goal scorer, haven't they? Connor Wickham has gone back, he's been recalled by Sunderland, so he's back there, so he won't be playing. I still don't think they're any great shape, so do you? Well, it's it's horrible, isn't it, having to go and play a game that you were winning and start from scratch again. Yeah, there's something psychologically horrible about yeah. having yeah, to go is. back and start from scratch when you've already. It's probably had a bit more pressure on our players, yeah. I think. Yeah, but let's not forget it wasn't it was a quagmire, wasn't it? It didn't have to come ridiculous. Yeah. Wasn't there a game earlier in the season down at Chelsea what got abandoned? Yes. Yes. Done. 
And what was the score when it was abandoned? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, was, it, was it Doncaster 3? It was yeah. Charlton oh, yeah, 0. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, the cop was going mad, yeah. Yeah, and what was the replay? I don't know if they had it yet. Yeah, they have, yeah. Uh, go on. And Charlton beat them. Oh, cheers for that one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, well, that's, so, what I, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm scared the, of. Those are your omens, isn't it? It's yeah, a it's, horrible scenario to go into. Because they were awful that time, they were in a really sticky patch. And, uh, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, like, as Barry's point, they're in a bit of fall. So they were bad when we should have played them in the first place, weren't they? Yeah. We, you know, they, they were they were poor then, and they got moved because of Europe. Were they a club in turmoil at the time? Were they having lots of trouble with um, directors, churches? Been in turmoil for about and, twenty years, mate. Mm, but yeah. but now it seems to be behind them. They've, they're looking. Well, they just sacked thing, isn't it? They sacked the manager, Dave Jones, yeah. a couple of weeks before. Mm. Mm. Uh, referee, we've got David mm. Webb. Webb's who, coming in later. He was in charge of uh, our game on New Year's Day when we, uh, when we beat Derby away. So, another good omen. The first guy to swing the channel was Captain Webb. So, if it is raining, he might be alright. Yeah, but yeah. is this the David <laughs> Webb who scored the. Uh, no. Chelsea. No. I <laughs> <laughs> So, how do, we, how do we see this one going, Gareth? I'd like to repeat the last time, 1-0 James McLean score, that would be alright, wouldn't it? That would be a good song, I know, I was hoping he was going to score on Saturday. I agree with Gareth, me, 1-0 James McLean scoring. That's Mick. And me too, actually. And Dan, 1-0 with James McLean scoring. Yes. Catherine? The referee was also in charge when we played Leicester, and that's when we lost. Yeah, but I ignore that one. Oh, that's a bad, a bad omen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Anything that's a negative doesn't... Oh, one then, James McLean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have a full house. Great. I'm going 1-0, no, but I think it's... Oh, 1-0. Oh, no. oh. Yeah, James McLean. No, no, but I think it's going to be to them. I just think he's written. Yeah. Well, Greg. James McLean on goal? No. I'm with Greg. I hate to be negative. I just think it's one of those things oh, where we're yeah. just going to be looking back at it. I'm, I'm with Greg. 1-0 to them. Chris Waddle to score the winner. <laughs> I'm going to fill out of the canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I'm going against the grain here, I'm going to go 2-0. 2. 2 us. Well, McLean's going on both. No. And I'm with Rob, me. I think, we're going to, I think we'll do them easy. Because they're not a good side. They're not a good side. It's just one of those two things, nil. though, I think. 2-0 for me as well. It is one of them things, though, where you can... It's written... Wigan Athletics, you're battering them. There's no way they're coming back into the game. Yeah, it gets called off. <laughs> yeah, it gets called off, yeah. Uh, is it in tea leaves, Rob? It is could it be. Asparagus is this a new way of reading the future, mate? No, it makes you poo. Now, before we finish, uh, mm -hmm. when we're coming back, we'll have, next time we're in here, we'll have had, um, we'll have 17 games left to play that. So, so we're getting down to that business end now, don't, aren't we? When it, when it really matters. Can I pull up about what you just said there? The because business end and when it really matters. Yeah. Are you saying all the games what we played in August don't really matter? Yeah, they're all rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree. So I won't start going now until after bloody Christmas then. Are you one of these who just buys half a season ticket? You know what the problem is? I'm indoctrinated in bloody Martinez's on Santa. No, no, but it's not before, it means nothing now, does it? Four years of Martinez has maybe come out with a statement like that. Business end of the season. All the games are equal in terms of points, but all the games at the start of the season do is put you in position for the business end of the season. I just think it's all about it. I think this is the bit of luck. We've got to get four. 
yeah. I'd rather have fun. This is where pressure tells as well, isn't it? You've got some, everything. Some stupid business for the excitement. It's always exciting. I'm excited on the Tuesday night in October, mate. When was the last well, time we Because they're not business, they don't count, do they? <laughs> that's why I'm excited. <laughs> when was the last time we didn't do something special towards the back end of the season? In, no, in seriousness, though. In you this go is back years. Automatic promotion will be a bit of a letdown for us, won't it, really? When you, when you, you think about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, you do make a good point, but I think the way our season's been, we've been it's, it's a transitional season. I always thought this back end of the season was a bit where Wigan had to be good. I knew the start of the season, I didn't think it'd be as bad as it was in times, but I knew it was going to be a lot slower. But it's through our own making, isn't it? It's it through is, certain failures. You've got to think there's a lot of problems. The wrong players brought in maybe, the wrong manager, so it's, now is the time that they've got to really, really push on. It's where, it's where mistakes have to be rectified. Ne- next, year, ne- next, year, next year, that's it now. Next year, they've got to have a full first year, full good year if they're still in this yeah. division. Whereas this year, I've always thought this was the back end of the season. They've already so rectified the mistakes by yeah. picking up two points a game since Roswell turned up. They just carry that on. A lot of mistakes rectified. I agree with you there, Paul. Definitely. The other thing so, is, the when those that fixtures came out, I was just here and I counted the last 10 games and I thought, they look hard. Got to be informed for them. And as the season's gone on, I think it's proven the case they're going to be very hard those last ten games. Who were they, Catherine? The uh, last ten games. Right. Blackpool, Burnley, Reading, Birmingham City, Millwall, Leeds United, Bolton Wanderers, and Queen Park Rangers. So we finish off with Queen Park Rangers. Oh no! That's that's that, that, oh, that's I knew what you were doing. That's just me oh. being. Could you, could you go and see them all? Or one? And it, could you go to any? Could you go to any of them? Bolton looks the easiest game of the lot. Yeah, and think that you guarantee win. And I'm not being funny, but as bad as they are, you never guaranteed a win. It's just what Blackpool at all is the one you'd say a fanciers, but not at all. Because you've got to remember, by the, by the time we get to that season, we're going to be pushing for a playoff spot, and both Blackpool and Bolton are going to be fighting against relegation. Yeah. Look at the first time we played yeah. Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> and Blackpool beat us, I think, I think they were second in the league, and look at them now. Yeah. yeah. I, you can't, you know, you just can't predict what's going to happen in You really can't. Teams will find form, teams will lose games. The only thing you can say is we're good enough to beat any and every one of them. And hope that we just carry on grafting well, I think everyone pretty much everyone in the last 10 apart from Bolton and Blackpool will also think the same yeah absolutely so I, be, I completely agree it's probably going to be the most exciting end we've had in a while in, in no. a good way because, <laughs> in a good way because the other one all yeah, the seasons have been ripping our air out no they've not yeah. been exciting they've been nerve wracking but how many but of them games the are going to get changed because of our wonderful cup run that we're going to <laughs> Leicester if we, if we get through against Cardiff the next round <laughs> we're scheduled to play Leicester at all just don't draw Okay. Have you not just said they're all home okay. games? God's sake. Yeah. Oh, they're home games, aren't they? Yeah. So it was, uh, it was the first one. Um, forgot what it was, that was now. Uh, Barnsley, sorry, it was once it the other day. Barnsley, mm-hmm. Yorkville, home matches. There we go. Sheffield. Yeah, you've got Wednesday at home. an advantage well, if, if well, we you get through that we've got home games in the rear end fixtures. So I think QPR's the semi final. Yeah. Well, we could do them. We could do them on a Sunday. If we, if we play the semi-final on a Saturday, while we're in London, we could do them on a Sunday. <laughs> and come back up, save coach for wouldn't mm. it? It's a good point. There's a lot of away games coming up, isn't there? Yeah. Against, yeah. against the one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, four. We've got an old game. <laughs> Crikey! Yeah. Yeah. You've got 19 games left. Win 10, draw five, lose four. Jobs are good. Yeah. Give, you, give you another 35 points. Just win three what's, games. What's everyone's hopes are like? 
genuinely, I reckon for a playoff push, if we go up, we go up. If we don't, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. It's not like staying up in the Premier League, you really want to do it. If we go up, brilliant. If they don't, I look forward to next season. Is, there, is anyone really like hanging yeah. the hopes on going up? No. I think that's where we're ending. You don't up. want to get beat at Wembley, though. It's not, not good, is it? No. Never forget well, that. Well, chilling, you know, yeah, horrible. Horrible. The, the way they lost to that was most horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Way we got, we got the fact that Joe Simonetwith, who scored that goal, yeah. he's, um, he's now managing some local side in Bolton. I forgot who they called. Is it? Yeah, he's just got the manager's job there. I forget yeah. it. Oh. I'll find it out. Yeah. I'm following yeah. him on Twitter. 100% at the new Wembley. What's the process? Right, so we're all happy. We're all open for a playoff spot. Well, we a little trip to Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we don't ask for much. <laughs> right, so we've had a we've had a good week. We're looking forward to another good week. And while well, the goods are going round, it's a good night from me.
Riders on the storm Riders on the storm Into this house we're born Into this world we're thrown Like a dog without a bone And actor out alone Riders on the storm Thank you.